Hello and welcome to Fine Wine, where I whine about media that may or may not have aged like fine wine. I am the mosquito that keeps buzzing in your ear no matter how many times you swipe at it to get it to buzz off. And I have new episodes of Fine Wine coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now, today's film or piece of media that I'm going to be Uh, whining about is The Wasp Woman, 1959. Um, This is an independent indie film, you know. It's a sci-fi film um, and somewhat horror elements. Um, It stars Susan Cabot, Fred Isley, and Barbara Morris. Now let me tell you Miss Barbara's name is spelled sort of peculiarly. Um, I don't trust her. Not because her name is Barbara, but because her name's B-A-R-B-O-U-R-A, Barbara, you know. I don't know. I don't trust that. Why can't you just be a B-A-R-B-A-R-A, you know, Barbara. But no, you're a Barbora. That's suspicious. Anyways, the Wasp Woman. Um, it's also known as the Bee Girl and the Insect Woman. Um, those are like its aliases, um, released in other countries, I guess. Um, now this had like a budget of $50,000. So, you know, we're, we're working on pretty tight budget. I can tell you that 50K probably, mm, what did it go towards? Nothing to substantial, let me tell you that. Um, The film is um, 66 minutes, so an hour and six minutes, nice and short, but there is also a TV release version of it that is 73 minutes, so it adds an extra what? It adds an extra seven minutes to it. Um, Sort of unneeded, but you know, who cares? Um, I think they added a prologue to the TV version to pad it out. Now, this film, it was released in October, on October 30th, so the day before Halloween. So this would have been, like, a perfect um, Halloween special film for Halloween 2022 special, um, parts one through four. Go listen to those now if you haven't, if you're still in a spooky mood. Um, But when I watched this film, I don't know, I didn't get much of, like, a spooky vibe from it, even though... It is billed as a sci-fi horror film. It just didn't give me the Halloween vibe. So that's why I'm talking about it in November. In S in NS Noviembre. Um, so, this, so the plot of this film goes as like... It starts off with like a prologue. Yeah, I watched, I think, the TV version of it because they did start off with a prologue that was sort of, like, mm, unneeded. So it's, like, every single imagery of this film, like, every single B-roll of the film is bees. And they're, like, bees are the natural enemies. Bees, yeah, they show, like, bees, which are the natural enemies of wasps. Um, Like, bees can, like, when a wasp comes to attack a hive of bees the bees gather around and vibrate to make themselves hot and then they kill the wasp because they can live um, 
one degree, uh, they can withstand one more degree Celsius than wasps can. So they vibrate to like their upper limit of heat resistance to kill the wasp and then barely are able to like live themselves. So it's like sort of cool, but they show all the B-roll is of bees, honeybees. Um, and this is important later, the fact that they're showing honeybees all throughout the film. Um, like then they have this dude who is, who was added for, um, the TV release, um, a scientist dude named Mr. Dr. Eric. Um, and this dude was just fired from, um, his job. He was working at a honey farm, doing honey things with honeybees, making the honey, making that money with the honey so that he can make a living. Um, but he was fired. Why was he fired? He was fired because he, um, was doing experiments or the wasps, um, you know, the things that you should probably keep away from your apiaries. Um, so he's fired for this, um, small oversight on his part, I think, because he was like doing it in the building that was adjacent to all the apiaries. Not the smartest thing if you want to keep your job at a honey farm. Um, but Mr. Thing, he was like doing experiments because he wanted to get wasp royal jelly. Now, ma'am, this right here, this is scientifically incorrect. This is not plausible scientifically. The entire time I was watching this film, I was peeved by it. I was nitpicking, but I couldn't help but nitpick because I can suspend my disbelief to a certain extent. But when it comes to bees and royal jelly and wasps, that's my limit. That's my upper limit for suspension of disbelief. Now, ma'am, I have my sources. I have my scientific sources right here. In the BBC Wildlife article by Richard Jones, published 29th of July, 2021, under the tags Animals, Wildlife, Zoology, and Biology, um, specifically Entomology, the study of insects, um, it notes here, honeybees and honeybee grubs are fed on a protein-rich substance secreted from the throat glands of the workers, small infertile females. Um, most are then fed with nectar and pollen, and some develop into more workers. Some selected grubs, however, continue to receive the nutritious secretions, glutinous masses of which accumulate in the wax cells. This is the famous royal jelly, emphasis on royal jelly right here, that produces larger, better nourished, and fertile queens. So, bees do this, they produce royal jelly. Honeybees, specifically honeybees, not wasps, honeybees. Now, next part, very important. Nothing like this has ever been found in wasps. Nothing like royal jelly has been found in wasps. But what is the basis of this movie based on? Wasp royal jelly. Now, come on, ma'am. How are you going to write an entire plot of a film when you can't even um, vet your insect knowledge. Like, I get that this was written in um, the 50s. They didn't have no Google Goggle, Bing, Internet Explorer, the most popular of them all. Um, 
I get that they couldn't like just search it up, but it's not that hard to find because you're already doing research on your wasps for your film, The Wasp Woman, and you can't really blame it on the budget because all this takes is a local library or going down to UCSC because this was produced by Santa Cruz Productions, which is in Santa Cruz, California, which is right next to UCSC, University of California, Santa Cruz. So why couldn't they go into the University of Santa Cruz, University of California, Santa Cruz library and go, hey, do you have any books on royal jelly? Because I'm writing a movie about um, wasp royal jelly, and I just want to make sure that wasps actually produce royal jelly. Um, the librarian could probably tell them, oh, wasps don't produce royal jelly, that's only honeybees, because it's a n common fact that everybody and their mother knows. I came out the womb knowing that. You all know this too. I'm sure of it. Um, anyways, that's enough ranting about royal jelly and bees and wasps, but I'm probably going to bring this up later, just like as I'm going through the plot, because still, I'm just so... <clears throat> it gets me wanting to fight. This makes me want to fight the writers of this film. Oh my god. Um, so the we have like the prologue, the dude gets fired, but then we cut to um, this dude, not this dude, this lady, Miss Janice Starlin. Now this lady, she is um, the owner, cosmetic, of a cosmetics company at which she is the founder and the face of. Um, now I'm pretty sure she's like in her 50s. So the board of directors is like, we need we need a younger face to be the face of our company now because you're getting old and ugly and wrinkled and raisin and the public doesn't want you anymore. They didn't say that exactly, but they definitely implied it because also um, their sales are beginning to drop. So it's like not, it's not very um, great for her because um, her customer base doesn't like the fact that she's aging, even though it's a natural thing of a human life cycle. Also, 50 isn't that old. Like, come on. Call me when you're 90. <laughs> That's old. So Miss Janice, she is aging. Her firm wants her, well, not her firm. Her board wants her to find a new face, so Miss Janice is like, oh my god, I don't want to bring in a new face because this is my company and I don't want somebody else representing my brand. This is my brand. Um, so Miss Ma'am, she goes to um, find this dude because this dude, Mr. Dr. Eric, the guy that was fired from the honey farm earlier in the film, well, in the prologue, like literally five minutes before, um, he has still been doing his wasp research. And he comes to Miss Janice saying, oh my god, Miss Ma'am, I have found this thing that makes you super young. Um, you ha would you want to fund my research? Now, before Miss Janice, she was like, hmm... I don't really want to because that just seems sort of like a waste of money, especially since it's very speculative. But Miss Janice, after getting absolutely roasted by her board of directors, she's like, I need any hope that I can cling to. So she decides to fund Mr. Dr. Eric's research on extracting enzymes 
um, from the royal jelly of Queen Wops, Wasp. Now, ma'am, again, royal jelly does not exist in wasps. And they're like, oh my god, the royal jelly of wasps is so much more potent than that of honeybees. It has so many anti-aging properties, and it's just super more healthier and nutritional value much better. Ma'am, again, royal jelly doesn't exist with wasps. Ah! They don't even make honey. They don't, they don't do the pollen thing that the honeybees do to make the royal jelly. Ah! So they're like, we're going to reverse your aging with these enzymes that we get from the royal jelly that definitely came from a wasp and not from a honeybee. Um, so Janice, she funds his project and is like, I'll be your test subject because I need this hope. So she starts getting like weekly, daily injections of this enzyme from the definitely royal jelly from the definite queen wasp. Um, and she starts to slowly de-age, but she's like, this isn't good enough for me. I need faster. Um, like, she's like, I need to be freaking five years old now. So what does she do but break into the wasp lab at the bottom of her building? Because she ended up giving this dude, like, an office at the bottom of the cosmetic building, um, and... That's where he's doing all his research. So she breaks into his lab and takes the extra samples of the enzymes and like pretty much injects herself with too many enzymes. Um, But the next day she comes to the office and her secretary is like, oh my God, who is that? Is that, wait, that's you, Miss Janice. You look so young. I thought that you were just a 20 year old. So Miss Janice, she de-ages like 30, 20 years just over the weekend. So she's, like, all happy with it. Um, But as this is happening, after Miss Janice comes into the office, after being super young, youngified, Mr. Eric, he is, like, looking at the creatures that he was, like, doing his tests on that are not human, and he realizes, wait a minute, the cat and stuff that I was testing on, they've all become, like, feral. They all are, like, attacking shit now and are being, like, so, like... Um, attacking. They're super aggressive now. So he try. He like turns his car around because he was leaving. But then he was like, "Wait a minute! I have to tell Miss Janice about this because she's my human test subject." So he whips around and is like going to Janice. But then, what does happen? He gets in car accident because that's what happens in films and stories whenever you're about to do something important and you're in the car. Um, So he is now missing. He's MIA. And Janice, um, she eventually finds his body and brings him back to the office and puts him on life support. So now he's in a coma in the office, you know, as you do. Um, So next... Miss Janice, she's, like, continuing to, like, overdose on this enzyme serum. Um, and, like, eating it down, doing all this, all of this. Her friend, Miss, um, Mary Dennison, she is like, what are you doing, Janice? You're, like, being a human test subject, and for what? You were super beautiful anyways. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? Um... 
Now this girl, Miss Mary, she looks like, um, she looks like the duck from Chicken Little. Like, I, I couldn't get that out of my head when, um, I was watching this. But she is like, what are you doing, Janice? This isn't you. This isn't good. Um, but Miss Janice, she keeps going on with it. This other dude, Bill Lane, he also shares the same concerns as Mary. And they sort of bond over the, um, absolute audacity of Miss Janice getting addicted to these royal jelly enzymes. Um, but... What happens later is at night, Miss Janice has been doing murders as the wasp woman because she transforms into a wasp creature, like a woman with a wasp head and wasp claws. Even though wasps don't have claws, she has like claws. So she like stabs people with her, with her yassified wasp legs um, and kills them. Um, so they're like murders happening in the office um, Miss Mary and Miss, Mr. Bill are like, oh my god, this is not good, like, not, this is not bomb diggity, this is not what I signed up for, um, like, Miss Janice also, she's, like, not letting up with her addiction to the enzymes, like, you're not gonna get any younger anymore, like, how many days has it been since you've been taking it, you're already, like, 20 years old looking, um, so, like, how much younger do you want to get? Do you want to get to, like, infant stage? Do you want all your baby fat back? Okay, Miss Thing, how are you going to promote your products like that? Oh, my God. Um, but since there are murders happening in the building, they get, like, some detectives on the case. The detectives that show up, one of them is, I even forget who it is, but the detective's assistant, he's sort of creamy. Um, he's sort of um, delicate, sort of delicious, you know? Um, so he's, like, doing his thing. The detectives are really only in the film for, like, five seconds, but I just had a note that was, like, detective sidekick is sort of creamy. Um, so anyways, soon at night, we have the... Soon, um, we have, like, the climax of the film. So it's, um, during all the murders, Miss Mary is in the building. She is with, um, Bill, and they are both, like... Where's Janice? She's up in the office still. We are waiting for her to come down. But also, where is... We're also waiting for Dr. Eric because he is in the building as well and he is um, still in coma. But Janice is in the office still because she's running out of the serum. And she is... She goes to Mr. Dr. Eric and she's like, bro, wake up, hurry up, get out of your coma. I need more serum. So, but while this is happening, she transforms, she morbs, she... Um, turns into the wasp lady and she kills Bill. Bill? No, she kills Eric. Um, and Mary's like, oh my god, that's so wild. How is he dead? But Mary goes up into the office where um, Janice was. But turns out um, Bill goes to um, Eric and Eric is like clinging onto his life. Um, so he's like, I have to go stop her he's referring to Janice the wasp woman now so like he's like I have to stop what I started so he goes to his lab um like limping all the way grabs his carbolic acid um and throws it at Miss Janice's face once she once he gets to the office um 
And then, like, it's a showdown that's not really a showdown because they're, like, on the other side of the room. They're, like, standing opposite sides. Um, so after he throws the acid, um, he ends up also throwing a chair. And then Miss Thing just falls out those falls out the window and dies. That's it. <laughs> that's how the film ends. That's the end. Like, wow. Um, Mr. Mr. Dude, Mr. Bill, and Mr. Yeah, Mr. Bill and Mr. Eric... They both end up succumbing to injuries inflicted on them by the wasp woman. So the last girl alive, the last person standing is Miss Mary. She's a homie and she lives. Um, And yeah, then they go back to the B-roll of the bees, not the wasps. Like, wow, it is the wasp woman, not the bee woman. Get it right, please. Um, But yeah, that's how the film ends. Um... I don't know why, but for some reason, I was really reminded of um, Darren's office from Bewitched um, when they were in the office of the cosmetics company, Um, probably because they're like the same era of office architecture. So the interiors were like very similar. The outfits, again, very like of the time, like 50s sort of early 60s chic because this was 59 turn of the decade um so like also it was filmed in black and white so they had like colors put over over the actual film so it was like still sort of sepia toned well it became sort of sepia toned because of the colors that they laid over so I like I don't know I probably would have enjoyed it more if it was all black and white instead of colorized um just because I feel like, I don't know, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch this again or deign to think about it because of the whole bee wasp royal jelly debacle. I'm still not over that. It's been so long since I've seen the film, like, and I'm still hung up on this one bit. I'm like, I'm fuming at it. Do your research before you make film about insects, honey. Otherwise, I'm not going to watch your film. Um, I'm sure that all the directors and writers in the world are listening to this right now. So I'm just going to give that little warning. Um, but yeah, that was the 1959 film, The Wasp Woman. Um, and I will whine to you next time.